for some of us life, yeah. You're for some of us life, yeah. Something you don't mean, oh. You're both for some of us life, yeah. T3B WG. I am Demetrius Big D. Liddell with my main man. Frank Peppy Green, how are you? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself? I can't complain. Can't complain. Good. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. So how's uh, the week been for you since uh, we last uh, saw each other? Yeah, the week has been pretty cool, man. But before we get into the episode, you know how you do your thing every week. So let everybody know where to find us at. I ain't oh. wanting to step over you this time. Oh, thank you very <laughs> much. Spotify. Odyssey, you can Google us. And you can also find us, as Frank says every week, on MacDammit.com. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> yep, <laughs> and you can find us definitely wherever you get podcasts, you should be able to find us. Absolutely. So if you see the, the two bearded brothers dressed, Frankie did himself, that's us. Absolutely. So, you were telling me before that you... Uh, about this uh, ba- this volleyball player. Yeah, we were talking about this on ESPN. It was um, yesterday afternoon. And about this uh, volleyball player from Duke. Her name is Rachel Richardson. And she was getting her fair share of hate at a volleyball game at BYU, Brigham Young University, which is in Utah. Am I right, Frankie? Absolutely. Yep. And she was getting her. She was getting heckled by the fact. But it was a student section, but it wasn't like the regular students. I believe. I'm made to. I think they said that. I believe that it was like a, some students that were probably some kids that didn't go to the school. I don't know. Maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Well, from what I heard, uh, it was a fan. He wasn't a student, and yeah. he had his two kids with him. And he had his kids with him. Yeah. And he was talking like that. Screaming the N-word every time she served the ball. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. They went to the coach, and the coach to, did nothing. They went to the coach of the BYU team? Yeah, she did nothing. He did, she, oh, it's a lady. Heather Olmstead. She didn't do a thing. Didn't do a thing. Wow. They just let it go. Eventually, I heard that he started to threaten her. And uh, they had to have a police officer sit at yep, the bench. Yep, yep, I heard that. I heard that he said something about, um, you better not be out in the parking lot or something yeah, after the game was yeah, over. Yeah, something about getting on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she had to be uh, escorted by the police. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy, man. And the coach did nothing. So apparently the girl's father, who is, uh, he's some big time uh a uh, person working in uh, one of the federal uh, government offices. Richardson's daughter, Richardson's uh, father? Yeah. So he okay. went and had a meeting. He went to BYU and had this meeting. The coach didn't show up. <laughs> wow. That's that's not a that's not a good look for her, man. No. That's not a good look at all. That's not a good not look for up. her, man. I mean that that just makes you believe that she's on the side of the guys that was throwing all these racial threats out at her. Yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? Man, I mean, she did nothing during the game. I mean, was was was, was she so desperate to win that she was going to let this go, or is she just a racist? And I, 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 you know what, I'm very careful to put that all word out on somebody because you you don't know. 
you know, you, you don't know somebody until you really see what kind of person that person is. And I don't want to put that marking on her. But from the way that she's handling this, it's, like yeah, said, it, it, it's, it's not, not a good look at all. No, it's not it definitely not trending in the right direction for her. No, sir. Not at all. That's not good, man. That's not good at all. But yeah, you know, so uh, we have to try to protect our black queens out there. I agree, man. And the thing is, I saw her interview on ESPN and she sounded, you know, she's a young girl. Of course, she's still in college. And you can tell she has some sort of um, naivete about her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, you, you can't. And I understand that she tries to see the good in everybody. But you also have to understand that there are people out here that don't want to see you win, don't want to see you succeed, don't want to see you live. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. And you right. have to have that. When you are, when you're an athlete, and you're like, and you and you and you're playing for a prestigious school like Duke is. It's a very prestigious school. So, as far as like volleyball, it's not that many black folks on the volleyball team. You well, know, so yeah, I think kind it's, of, it's, 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 it's it's a lot of girls play. It's a lot of girls that play volleyball, true collegially. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's it all an it is a uh, yeah. sport. But it's like she's probably like one of the few black starters on the team, though. Yeah. Now that I. I think she is. I think she might be the only black starter on that team. There, there you go. And I think it's like three other black girls on the bench. So those are the ones that she goes to. Those were the girls that she went to talk to. You know what I mean? And her, and of course, her other white teammates, they rallied around her, of course. And that's, that was dope. But you have to understand that a lot of people don't like you. They don't want to see you out here. Sure, it's 2022 and we've come a long way, but... There's some people out there still with that 1950s mentality, you know. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> so you have to watch yourself. You have to watch out for that. A lot of them wear red caps. Oh, a lot of them. With, 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 with a certain slogan on the front. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Frankie? I, I try my best. I try my best not to put a label on anybody. I try not to jump to conclusions. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt when I see people wearing that red hat. You know what I mean? Because, oh, yeah. you know, it's a lot of people, it's a lot of white friends, that I, it's a lot of white people that I know that I consider friends. Yeah, so do I. That, that, that support this guy. That That's like, I have no problem, you know, the, when they, they, they post their little stuff on, on Facebook and I see it and I just keep on scrolling, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> wink at him and keep going yeah yeah you know and it's 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 a slippery slope man you don't try to lose your friends over their political leanings but this right. man is clearly a racist bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's just come on man yeah but uh you know best of luck to uh miss richardson and uh yeah best of luck to her man shout out know. to rachel man shout yeah. out to rachel but Let's no shout out she... to duke because uh I no shout not, out to duke no i have not been a fan of duke university i know yeah, yeah i know you can't I, I don't like duke i don't like duke either but <laughs> you know shout out to their volleyball team and yeah the coach of the byu team she really needs to get it together yeah shame so. on her shame on her for that yeah shame well you know yes, speaking of uh black queens this is it for serena She's so, at the U.S. Open, and this is, uh, according to her, her last professional tournament. So this is her last hurrah, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we are we are officially seeing the end of an era. Yes, yes. Man, you know what? You, you I know, think that. 
Yeah. What you gonna say, Frank? Go ahead. She's no spring chicken. No, she's not. She's what? Forty one. Yeah, she yeah. I knew she was, she was, she hit that forty mark, so yeah. I t- <laughs> yeah. It's about that time, you know. Yeah. And as long and, and and she still feels that she can really hang in there and play like seriously be like seriously compete for it, then yeah. But she knows her body and she knows it's about the time, so yeah. Right. I think that Venus will play well past forty. Yeah. Forty one Venus is gonna play until Venus is gonna play at least to forty five. Well Venus is older, so uh Venus is, if Venus is still playing, she's gotta be about forty three. Yeah, Venus is gonna if play. If Serena's forty one, she's yeah. gotta be about forty three. Yeah, but see the difference is Venus doesn't have any kids. Venus doesn't have any kids. That's, that's true, and that's that's this is ba- this is mainly Serena's uh, reasoning for retirement. Kind of, she wants to be mommy. Yeah, yeah, you know. and that that that's that's the main thing. I mean, that's that's probably that's probably ninety five percent of the reason why she's retiring for that daughter, yep. for that girl. Yep. Because I still, but I, I but you know, Serena, she has to feel that she can. Compete, you know. I think she, uh, yeah. You know what? If she wasn't a mother, I she I think she would stay out there. But you know what, Frank? She's been injured a lot, man. She's 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 taken a beating over the years. Yeah, she you really know? has. Well, you and, know, um, I think part of it is, you know, her 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 physical style. You know, the girl is thickly muscled. Oh yeah. And, no doubt. you know, that's that's a lot of uh, stress on those knees and ankles. Yeah, yes, 100%. Yeah. That's what. That's why I believe that it, it takes it takes more of a toll on Serena's body. Like, like Venus is more taller, slim. She's more lean. You know what I mean? So, maybe, you know, that's why I think maybe she, she'll get a couple more years out of, you know, out of, out of her, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard yeah, anything Serena. about, uh, I haven't heard anything about Venus, uh, Retiring anytime too soon. Uh, yeah, I, I ain't heard no talk of that. But Serena, she's definitely the goat. She's probably the greatest female athlete of all time, she, hands yeah, down. Yeah, she. You you can't argue. Uh, she's she's in the argument. She's yeah. in it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, athletes. Period. Not even just female or female. I'm talking athletes. Period. She is in in conversation for the goat. Yeah, I no mean, the doubt. way she the way she dominated the sport. Yes, I mean purely dominated. I mean, frankly, that Frank, that was probably what maybe a three, four year stretch where it was just nothing but her. Yeah. I mean, nobody could do nothing with her. No. Not even a sister. No, she was totally. Her sister couldn't do nothing with. She was untouchable for like three, four years straight, bro. She was totally untouchable. She was man phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, she had she had the speed, the power, you know, the touch. She had it all. She still does. It's just uh, a little older version. But yes, sir. That's it. Just a little older version. That's it. Yeah, but let's hope that she uh, she's had a great career. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. I think, man, that uh, she's definitely in the conversation for being one of the greatest of all time. And people are going to be talking about Serena 100 years from now. Oh, absolutely. For what she's done for the sport and all absolutely. of her accomplishments and all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll be talking about her for a long time. She's definitely cemented her legacy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, Her sir. sister too. Oh yeah, yeah. Ven- Ven- Venus is no slouch either now. Yeah, let's not. Too. We're not. We're not. We're not forgetting about Venus, folks. She's no, no slouch at all. No, 
they'd be talking about her if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for Serena. But will Venus catch her in the Grand Slams? Though, do you no, think? No, 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 <laughs> not going to happen. No. <laughs> no, no, she's so she's 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 got to be at least seven or eight Grand Slams behind. I would guess. I believe so. Somewhere in there, yeah. She is somewhere in there, yeah. You know, Serena's still trying to get that that uh, you know that the one that uh, puts her on top. But she just yeah. she gets close. But uh, you know, this, how many does she need? I think she needs just one. She just she needs just one. I think so. So if she wins this U.S. Open, that'll put her on the top. Yeah, for the most Grand Slams, I think that does. If I'm Man, not mistaken, really she's she... tied with Steffi Graf. I think. Yeah, Steffi was a monster, bro. Yeah, she was. Steffi was a monster. That girl know that girl knows she could play some tennis. I mean, and she was just German aggressive, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. She she was uh, a hell of a ball, a uh, hell of a player too. Steffi married my boy Andre Agassi. That was my favorite tennis player back in the nineties. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I liked Andre. I, I, you know, uh, he had made a a great transformation in his career because you know he, he came up. He came up as the the bad boy with the yeah. long hair. Yeah, yeah. The, image the, image is everything. Uh huh. The rocker, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, the rocker. Yeah. You know, and uh, he grew up to be uh, a very good tennis player and yeah. uh, very likable. Very likable. He was you know? him and those matches. Him and Sampras. Him and Pete Sampras. Oh man, they had oh, some yeah. knock down drag outs. Oh yeah. The great Jimmy Connors kind of did the same thing yeah, as Jimmy, he got Jimmy older. Connors. Oh, Bell, hey, it's uh, Belleville, Illinois' own Jimmy Connors. Oh, is that where he's from? Yeah, Belleville. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's right. He is. Mm-hmm. But you know, as he got older, you know, he became more likable. Yeah, yeah. Same, same with McEnroe. Same with yeah. McEnroe. Yeah. McEnroe just came off as a spoiled brat when he first came out. Well, probably was. He probably was. Though. He's probably a rich kid, New York rich kid. But uh, <laughs> you know, well, most of them were. Most, most of these kids. Most of these tennis players had money. Tennis is not. Tennis oh, is tennis is not cheap by no. In, by nowhere the imagination. Tennis is not cheap at all. You got it. That's a rich kid sport. No doubt about it. Yeah, unless you can get a scholarship. Unless you can get a scholarship. But that and that's why I have all the respect in the world for 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 uh, King for uh, Vincent Williams, Venus and Serena's dad. I have oh, all yeah. the respect in the world for him. King Richard. No, King Richard. Man. My man. He knew what he was talking about. They laughed. He knew what he was him, talking about. But he got the last laugh, didn't he? Did he did he play tennis at all? I don't think he played at all. His, his he didn't wife play did. at all. His wife, I think, was a tennis player. I don't think she was a pro, but she played. Okay. okay. But I don't think I don't think he played tennis at all. According man, to that's the movie. Amazing, man. According to the movie, he did not play. So how did he know all those skills? I mean, how did he know how to teach them? You know what I mean? Uh, th- that's I, that's why books, that's amazing. Books. I think he I think he read books. That's amazing, man. You know, and, and I don't know how much. I know his wife had a lot to do with it, but I'm not sure how much. But he was the, he was definitely the driving force. But I'm sure his wife, you know, helped out. But it was he was the driving force. King Richard, man, that movie is awesome too. Did you watch it? Yeah, I saw it. It was a great movie, yeah. It was. I liked it a lot. I did, too. Yeah, you know, uh, Slappy deserved to get that Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
we talked about that uh, slapper heard around the world on, um, uh, yeah, you know, last season. Uh-huh. If you if you if you missed out, just go back. You'll see it. <laughs> love will make you do some. Love crazy will make you things. do crazy things. That's, that's the name. The, of, that's the title. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Darkness. What did the hand say to the face? Slap. <laughs> Man, and speaking of somebody who ought to be slapped, forty-five. Oh the, yeah, the walls are closing in, aren't they? Yeah, they're closing in. Did you see that he's on a? Uh, he this. I don't. I don't know. What is he posting? I mean, where is he posting his social media to? Since he's, he's gone got, from Twitter, apparently, I don't. Not, I don't know the name of it, but apparently, there's a uh, social media thing out there. And I, I'm not, did he create it? Um, but that's where he's been posting. So and, it's, uh, I, I was wondering. I'm like, because people up, because they're on on the news. They just they just quoting, just saying what he's posting. Like, what is it? What is he posting to? He's not on Twitter anymore. So I mean, no. So it's some kind of like right, some kind of right wing type of thing that's helping him yeah. get his little crazy messages across. But anyway. Where, wherever he's posting to, he has demanded a re-election, a recount. He you know, he wants to do the election all over again. He doesn't want a recount. He wants another election. He's clearly <laughs> off the deep end. He's off the deep end. I he, mean, he really is. I mean, nothing. You know what? It came to a point where almost anything, anything he said didn't surprise me. He surprised me with this one. <laughs> and I thought he couldn't surprise me anymore, but he did. Truth Social is the name of his media oh, platform. Oh, okay, yeah, that's de- that's definitely right wing. That's definitely right wing. That's the yeah. name of his platform. Yep. Uh, it would be. It's, it's ironic that the name of it is called Truth Social, huh? <laughs> For a man that every word comes out of his mouth is a lie. Absolutely. I mean, the man can't tell the truth at all. You can't pay him to tell the truth, Frankie. No. You can't pay him. He'd gladly take your money, though. Oh, yeah, he'd gladly take it. And and then lie to you again. <laughs> yeah. That's him. That's what he does. But I yeah. just saw that uh, his um, one of his uh, counselors, pretty deep trouble here. One of his FBI, one, one of his, um, is it one of his um, Secret Service team um, about to be put on the bench for something, too? Probably, you know, the people around him are just, I mean, you know, they're, they're just picking them off one by one. Yeah, like and, I told you last week, Frank. These people. Like I said last week, Frank, isn't it funny how every, almost anybody who's involved in this man's administration is being put up in front of a committee? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I said that last week. And he's got he's and he's got several committees after him. Not several. only not only does he have the January sixth committee after him, he's got New York suing him. You know, for uh, his companies and tax evasion and things like that. Yep. So, you know, and, and so with uh, the New York committee, I guess one of his uh, aides or counselors, Alina Haba, apparently six days before the FBI got to Mar-a-Lago, she went there and went through his office and went through his um, residence looking for stuff. So this this is somebody that's on Trump's side doing this. Yeah, this is one of his attorneys. Uh, I I guess she was. I guess she's an attorney. But and, she can't uh, see that. She can't have a, a access to like top secret stuff, can she? No, but apparently she got uh, 
permission from Trump to go through this, and she conducted a search herself. So this woman probably that came across some Six stuff day, that. Yep, that's why. Oh my That's goodness. why. That's why she'll be. She'll be next, and she'll probably. Oh, most definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if she was uh, on trial for in New York, and if the January sixth committee, uh, you know, you know. So uh, did you he- did you hear that some of the top secret uh, documents that he had, he had something some dots. It was it was something top secret. That was talking about the French president Macron. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, top secret stuff. You know, they could be about anybody. Yeah. So. I think that he's just. I think that he's taken. He he was taking this stuff, Frankie, to blackmail people. Wouldn't shock me. That you know, you know, he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy. I think that he he is doing this. If he wouldn't have got caught, Frankie. I honestly believe that he would have took something, something highly secret or something highly sensitive that was capable of destroying somebody and he was to sell it off to the highest bidder. Oh, yeah. But he probably would have had to wait for a while because, uh, you know, he, he would have been running for reelection. Yeah. Yeah. But if he was president still. Yeah. Oh, you know, he would have been blackmailing folks left and right. The only the only person he couldn't blackmail is uh putin right because putin i'm sure looks like he putin may have something on him hey it's possible because they've been spying on us for years yeah <laughs> so i mean they probably got they probably got top secret stuff on us too oh yeah i've got pictures comrade <laughs> <laughs> you know what though frankie i believe the only people that really saved him from the hammer dropping on him for real was his secret service and I'll tell you why. The day of January 6th, he wanted to go down there with them for real. Yes, he did. The lady that was uh, the lady in the all white, I forgot her name, that was part of the staff. Uh-huh. When she uh, On the committee, that January 6th committee, when she was uh, talking. Oh, yeah. She was like, he told the driver, I'm the fucking president, and I say I want to go down there. Oh, yeah, he tried were... to reach over and take the yeah. wheel. They, they should have went on. They should have went on and took him down there. If they would have took him down there, that was the nail in his coffin. Oh, yeah. That was the nail in his coffin. He was about ready to fuck himself up, Frank. That's how dumb he is. That's how dumb he is. That's because he thought he was untouchable. Yeah. And I guarantee you he is thanking his lucky stars that he did not go down there. Knowing that he was full 100% ready to go down there. And they should have let him. Cause that that would that would have definitely been the nail in the coffin right oh, there. Oh yeah, he'd have been oh, in jail. He would have been in jail if he would have went down there. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Speaking of dictators, not dictators. Rest in peace, Mikhail Gorbachev. Ninety-one years old. Ninety-one years old. The last they, leader of the Soviet Union. I was just about to say that. They said they called him the last leader of the Soviet Union. So how do you think Putin feels about that? <laughs> well, I mean, there is no Soviet Union. There is no so. Soviet. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. There's no Soviet. But from Union, what yeah. I understand, the but Russian when, people didn't the, like him too much. Okay, that's what I was about to say. So was Gorbachev? He wasn't loved by his people, was he? No, because he was more. He he we you know he was he was you know he, he worked with. Uh, he worked Reagan. with Reagan. 
Yeah, yeah. He worked with and, Ray. you know, they, they ended the Cold War. Yeah. And um, they didn't like him reaching out to America. So that's no, what you're saying. They didn't like him working with America. Okay, gotcha. And, you know, he got a Nobel Peace Prize. He ended, he helped end the Cold War. Yeah. And they kind of went on more of a, most, you know, a lot of those countries around him went more to a democratic type, uh, you know, government. And that, which caused the Soviet Union to fall. Right. I mean, right. the only country, the only large country that was standing left was Russia. Yep. Yep. That's true. You yeah. know, and so the Russian people were not thrilled with him because they were no longer that big nuclear threat. Because it was the Soviet Union and the United States. And yeah. everybody else was just like, we'll have peace as long as these two guys don't get as into long, it. As long as these two guys don't get into it, it's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you can just imagine how the Russians must have felt when the Soviet Union collapsed, separated, whatever you want to call it, and now the big power, the United States, stands alone. Right. You know, right. so I could understand how they, you know, how they felt about Gorbachev. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I remember seeing him on television a lot when I was a kid, and um, he looked like he was, he was like, when you when you eight, nine years old and you're looking at this guy on TV with a big birthmark on his forehead yeah. and just walking around like it ain't nothing. You know, that's intimidating to a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he was an intimidating man. You know, he was the leader of the Soviet Union. Yeah, he was. But, um... It just seemed he, like all the, all the old schoolers are going away, man. 91 oh, yeah. years old, that's a long life. That was a long life. That's a long life. That was, absolutely. So, shout out to Mikhail. May you um have a, a peaceful journey into your next life, sir. Yeah, now he can play golf with Reagan. There you go. Get together. While Tea Nancy, time at 12. While Nancy just says no. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, did you hear this? For the first time ever, there are more marijuana smokers than there are cigarette smokers in the United States. Is that for real? Yep. It's more marijuana smokers than, uh, than cigarette smokers. Yep. I bet survey, you. Um, it's according to a survey that came out today. I bet you R.J. Reynolds is not happy about that. No, not yet. Anyway, not until <laughs> not until not until they come up with their own marijuana cigarettes. Exactly. Exactly. That's coming too. That's oh, definitely yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, That's uh, the new. It's the new generation, man. It's the new generation. Yeah. And that that comes with also weed being decriminalized almost everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, as soon as that. yeah, as soon as the government found out that they can get some money out of this. Exactly. I'm they, I'm pretty sure they knew they had, you know. Yeah. Aren't they had to you tax weed like you tax tobacco? That's yep. it. We got two weed dispensaries out here where I live at, two of them. And that's paying for the roads. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's I'm so much road surprised. construction going on now since those dispensaries open is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean for real. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they pay for themselves. Yeah, I mean, that is big money. It is. It's big money. And, I, you know, 
when if when they when they first started decriminalizing it in certain states, you know, people were like, yeah, I'm gonna open up a dispensary. Man, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. You have to have some serious money. It's almost as bad as opening a McDonald's. Yeah, you got to have some serious money. You almost have to be a millionaire to open a McDonald's franchise. Oh, yeah. And it's a cutthroat business because everybody and their mama's trying to get in it. Oh, yeah. It's a a real cutthroat business. I saw something on Vice, I believe, about people in the marijuana dispensary business. And they say it's so hard. It's really hard to get it going because... First of all, it's not much real estate out here. So if you open up a dispensary, it's probably going to be right down the street from another one. Right. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's cutthroat, Frankie. Oh, it is. You would be amazed. For real. It's a cutthroat biz. It is a cutthroat biz, but, you know, if uh, depending on the size of your town, there, you can, uh, you, know, they're, 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 you know, it's big enough. If your city's big enough to handle it, like uh, I've been to Denver, okay. and and uh, where there are dispensaries all over the place, you know, and they all seem to be doing well. So, like uh, the two the two dispensaries that's over here where I am, it's the same company Beyond Hello. That's oh, the name. Really? Of it. Okay. It's so one so over you there. Oh, they're doing well. Yeah, it's one by the Gateway Grizzly Stadium, and it's one over there in Sarger, over there by Pops. It's, it's two of them. The only other dispensary that's of a different name is called Ascend, and that's up the highway in, in uh, Fairview Heights. So they're nowhere near each other. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, and uh, you know, and, and in Denver they just have no, no problems. But you know that, you know, I, I guess they're, they're they're pretty spread out. But um, from what I could remember, there weren't that ma- there maybe eight or nine total. Uh-huh. Yeah. How long ago was that, Frankie, when you went? Uh, maybe five years ago. It's probably 20 now. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> Guarantee you're, you're probably right. <laughs> Guarantee you. You're probably it's probably right. 20 of them there now. I had just, we had, as a matter of fact, me and my wife had to go to the Grizzly Stadium to meet this lady because my wife bought something for, for her kindergarten class, like for teaching, off this lady from the Facebook Marketplace. So we met her at the Grizzly Stadium. We got the stuff. Come out of the Grizzly Stadium. I make a right. I got to pass beyond hello. It's 3 o'clock. No. Yeah. It's like 3.30, Frankie. That parking lot is packed. Packed. I mean, it's like that almost every day. Wow. That's how much money they make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They make a killing. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. I yeah, mean, the weed business. Yeah. Hey, the weed business is where it's at, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but you it gotta is. have. But, but like you said, you gotta have capital, major capital to you get do, in. You do. You really do because, I mean, unless, um, yeah, like you, like, like you're saying, unless you can grow your, unless you've got like God knows, fifty, sixty acres and can grow your own. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. You know, you're gonna need some major capital because you're gonna have to buy it from somebody to you're sell. You're gonna it. have to. Yep, that's this is true. This is true. So yeah, that's that's it, it's big it's big business. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Speaking of space. Oh, my favorite subject. Come on with it. The moon uh, rocket is delayed until Saturday. Now, they were scheduled to take off Monday. Right, but the weather 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 delayed it. They were then they moved it to Friday. 
So no, I didn't know about Saturday. I was looking forward to Friday. So yeah, they moved I it think, again. Yeah, I think the weather. I think they're still having weather issues on Friday as well. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's the first time. That this is the first time that we'll be going back to the moon in fifty years, man. And this is exciting to me because I'm I was fascinated by everything with the moon landing. I was fascinated by it, and I wasn't born when it happened. Back in what year was that? Sixty. Sixty nine. Yep. So yeah. Because my little I, I, brother was born that year. I am ready to see that. The Mets won the uh, World Series that year. Of course. It, it, well, that was just a, that well, was just that a was great the, year for you, Frankie. Oh, of course. That was the but, thing, though. You know, they were saying, well, you know, if the Mets win the World Series, man will land on the moon before the Mets win the World Series. <laughs> and they did by a few months. By a few months. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How old were you, how old were you when that happened, Frankie? When uh, the man when man landed on the moon, yeah. I was sixty nine. I was seven, going on eight. Do you remember anything about it? Like the night, before, like the like the night of, like people. I may people have gathering seen, around the television and all of that. Do you remember anything I like that? I may have seen something. I don't quite remember. I don't. I don't quite remember watching it. Uh huh. I remember people talking about it. Okay. Um. But my little brother was born in May, so those summer months—that was a—that you know, '69 was a hell of a year. Hey man, you that know, was the summer of love, man. That was Woodstock and everything, man. Yeah, the summer of love was that year, and uh, so we didn't go. I mean, was it Woodstock that year? Yep, August. Woodstock was in August. Yep. You know, the Jets had just won the Super Bowl. The Mets were winning the World Series, and my then brother um, was born. And then uh, didn't uh, they have the other uh, Woodstock in Harlem? Didn't it the same year, right? A few that months later. Sum, that was the sum, That was the. That was. Um, yeah, that was uh, uh, Quest Love did the, uh, the the documentary on it, and I yeah. haven't watched it yet, Frankie. I oh, need to watch it. You have got to watch that. I'm definitely going to watch it. So was it the same year, '69, when that happened too? Yes. Okay, so that was a busy year. It was a big. Yes, year. that was the summer of '69. That was. That was almost around the same time man landed on the moon. Yeah, that's it was, crazy. It was, it was, it was, um, it was in the month of August, wasn't it? It was like July, August, yeah. Yeah, it was somewhere in there, yeah. And uh, so it was, there was a lot going on. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yes, sir. But, I it mean, was. I remember maybe catching a glimpse of it, but I know I was not, I, I know I wasn't sitting there watching it. Okay, gotcha. Understood. But yeah, man, it's an exciting thing, man. I, w- I want to see this. And plus, with the technology that we have now, they could put HD cameras out there. Oh, yeah. You know, that it's, it's going to be. If they really, if they, do they re- do they plan on landing or do they just plan on that, orbiting? This, this first one is just going to circle it and come back. Okay. Gotcha. But then they're talking about uh, landing people there because they. They want to make like an outpost for Mars, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they wanna they they wanna put uh, they wanna get uh, things out there. They wanna get equipment out there. They still so, wanna they, now. I guess with the technology that they have, they they wanna study the rocks there. They believe that there's ice on the moon. They wanna study. That's that. what I'm saying. I because be, I believe that they're gonna probably have to use the ice and convert it to fuel, like melt yep. it. They can take. That's what I'm thinking. This, they can break that ice down into hydrogen and oxygen. There you go for yeah. fuel. They can use the water. If they melt down the ice for drinking water. Yep. So, yep. 
you know, there's a lot of things that they can do with this. It's a, it's a lot of potential, Frankie. Yeah. It's a lot of potential, man. Yeah. Artemis One. I am envious of what my grandkids can. I am envious of what my grandkids, my possible grandkids, could witness. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, because the future is going to be something else. The future is going to be something else, man. I can. It, it's crazy. Here's an exciting, quick little fact. Uh-huh. You know, they named it Artemis One. The program is Artemis. Right. You know why they named it Artemis? I have no idea why. Artemis was the twin sister of Apollo. Oh, the Apollo missions. Gotcha. Okay, that's clever. I like that. That is pretty clever, isn't it? That is, yeah. Americans, they always think of something clever. That is. (laughs) They do. (laughs) (laughs) That's clever, though. That's dope. I like that. Yeah, I I, I, I thought that was really cool. And I, 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 I do like interesting facts like that. I do. Yeah, that's dope, Frankie. Good one, man. Good one, to, good, good, good one to bring into the show, brother. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, every once in a while, you know, I'm I'm like the blind squirrel. I catch a nut. <laughs> hey, you ain't the you ain't you ain't, one of, you ain't one of the best podcast hosts in the business for nothing, sir. Oh well, back at you. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, I, I've been watching that, man. That's it, it's the it's water sad, plant. Man. Yeah, the water plant and all that. They they said they can't even boil the water, Frankie. Oh, the water is so bad they can't even boil it. After you boil it, you can't use it. Wow. That's how bad it is down there. Wow. Is it as bad as Flint? I don't know if it's on a Flint level. I don't know for sure, but it's bad. I mean, their water treatment plant is overwhelmed. Yes. Because it's getting so much water down there. They, I yeah, mean, they, they, they just the, can't handle it. Yeah, there's so much rain. They yeah. have been getting tons and tons of rain. And they want to talk about there's no climate change. You got flood. You got flooding over here in the east, and it's droughting over in the west. And Iceland is melting. And Iceland is melting. Ain't that something? They're talking about 10 inches. The coastal line is going to rise 10 inches. Within the Man. next within the next twenty years or so, because Iceland is melting. Frankie, what is the name of that lake? That's over. That's that's um that the Hoover Dam is over that lake. I saw uh, it on CBS it lake News. Mead. Lake Mead. It's drought. It's almost dried up. Yes. You can see cars from like the fifties. That's been <laughs> that was submerged yes. in there. The water is gone. Europe is having the same issue. Yeah. They're having, it, a, they're having a historic drought right now. Europe yes. is, yes. And they're talking about these oceans and lake, I mean, these rivers and lakes and, and you know, drying up. They're, yep. they're finding bodies. They find, Yeah, they found a couple of bodies, yeah. I'm talking about from old mob murders, probably from yeah. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> they threw some, somebody swam with the fishes. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Did they find Luca? They find Luca Brazzi. That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something. Hey, look, it's Luca Brazzi. It's Luca Brazzi. <laughs> I want to thank you for inviting me. I want to. Or your Frankie, do you want? Do you want to know a fun fact about that part? Oh, tell me about it. He was an actual mobster, was and he, he was really? he was practicing his lines. That was, that was what he was supposed to say in the movie. He was practicing his lines, like going back and forth. But they knew he was such a bad actor. So he was like, we're going to make it look like that you're just trying to practice talking to the Godfather. 
but he was like practicing his lines for real. That was supposed. That's what he was supposed to say in the movie. But he was ah. like he couldn't. He was an actual real gangster. Wow. Yes. <laughs> he just couldn't act, and he couldn't remember his lines, so he just kept going over him, saying them, you know, saying them, saying them, saying them. And that that's fucking brilliant. That is fucking brilliant, man. That is that. that wow. That is that, fucking see, brilliant. That's, that's why the movie is a classic. That's why it's a classic, Frank. For real. I might watch that this weekend. <laughs> Just for I'm that. telling you, just for that, <laughs> I might watch it, man. It's all I, I, I can. I, I if if they show the Godfather on AMC, I don't care where it's at. I'm stopping and I'm watching it because always, more than likely I they more than likely they play two and three right behind it. Yeah, yeah. yep. They they usually when it happens, the only time I ever uh, I start switching back and forth is if uh, Shawshank is on at the same time. Oh uh, yeah, Shawshank too. That's a, that, that's a TBS classic. Yeah. <laughs> that's on TBS almost every other month. <laughs> yeah, it is. That and Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Paramount. Yes, sir. <laughs> Paramount Plus. You yep. can catch it there, too. Yes, but, sir. But, yeah, it, you're right. It, you know, it's getting to the point where, yeah, these movies are almost every month now. Yeah. It's, it's not as special as it used to be because if you miss it, just wait. Just wait. It'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back, sir. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, but that, um, but what, but uh, with that Jackson, Mississippi thing, man. They, I saw, I saw them talk to the mayor on uh, MSNBC, and he was, he was. Uh, they, I forgot his name. He's a black guy, very articulate, very intelligent, and he was. Um, he's pretty much saying what the situation that they were in, and they, they got a long way. They got a long way ahead of them. They, they got a long I, way ahead I, of them. I, man, wow. Yeah, so let's just hope that it works out for Jackson, Mississippi, because they're gonna have to send, they're gonna have to send trucks and trucks and trucks of water just to drink, to bathe, to wash dishes. They need bottled water. Yes. Anything, anything that comes out of the tap is unusable for anything. Wow. Right now. But you know the thing is, I haven't seen anything, you know, you know nationally about this situation. I mean, I'm sure it's national news, but. You know, I haven't heard I haven't heard or seen anybody talking about we need to get some water to Jackson. Yeah, ain't nobody talking about it. Nobody. I saw it on MSNBC and that's a that's a national cable channel, but as far as local news here, no, they're not talking about it. Or you know, you know or you know, I haven't seen anybody, you know, on television going, Let's help Jackson. I haven't either, Frankie. That is true. I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything about that either. Nope, you're right. Chukwe, Chukwe Anta Lam, Lamumba. Yeah, he's a light skinned dude. That's <laughs> light skinned, high yellow dude. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. the mayor. That's the mayor of Jackson, Mississippi. Yep, that's his name. I was trying to pronounce it when I read it. I was like, <laughs> once you said it, once you said the beginning, I said, oh, I know who you're talking about. Wow, what a name. Yeah, he's an intelligent dude, though, man. Really intelligent dude. Yeah, I bet he is. He's the mayor. Yeah. Although, you know, what Rudy Giuliani was mayor, so. <laughs> <laughs> so jokes can be uh, can be elected, huh? <laughs> yeah. Just a joke. Oh, the rise and fall. The rise and fall. Oh, how the mighty has fallen. Oh, big time, big time. I mean, I mean, you were, you know, twenty years ago, he was America's mayor. Exactly. Frankly, 20 years ago, I liked him. 
the way from the way he handled 9-11, I was like, all right, Rudy, okay. Yeah. And, you know, other people liked him the way he handled the, well, most people liked him, you know, because he was the guy that put Gotti in jail. Yeah, he was. Yep, he sure was. Sure was. He was yep. the DA that put John Gotti in jail. But did was he the did he start that stop and frisk that stop and frisk shit in New York or was that the other mayor? No, Giuliani was gone by then. I wasn't in New York, but Giuliani, I think I'm sure was gone by then because was it Bloomberg? It was probably Bloomberg. Yeah, he was the one started that shit. Yeah, but yeah, um, Giuliani, man, he just done fell all the way down, man. He just oh, yeah. fell in Trump's pocket, just like anybody else who does, and not, and they still just. It's like a cult, man, like you said. It's a cult. So now he's uh, hiding on some bungalow on, 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 uh, in Mar-a-Lago, walking back and forth through a tunnel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Down there with the rats. Down there with the rats. Man. Trump and uh, Ivanka down there like uh, Hitler and Ava Braun. <laughs> I'm hiding in the bunker. They can't catch me here. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Man, speaking of Jackson, Coach Sanders. My main man. Did you hear about his dress code? You were telling me about this. Let me t- so so go over this with me again. He wants his players. Okay. No sandals. No, no sandals slides. So like like no like Nike sandals or Nike slides or like No that. slides. Gotcha. Is this like is this like on the road or just like in all over period? Oh, at in school. school. Okay. Okay, yeah, go. At school. Okay. No armpits. No sleeveless shirts. Mhm. No wife beaters. Mhm. Sit in the front row. Shower before you go to school. He says that they have a reputation to uphold. And he they are not going to be embarrassing him. If there's any issues with a teacher and he finds out about it, they will be held to pay. Primetime acting like his parents. <laughs> he <laughs> acting like our parents did. <laughs> hey, look, Frankie, I guess in my old age, I guess I've changed because I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, uh, he, he, um, no cell phones before the, no cell phones in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I, I just it, read, he cut all the back pad, the, the back pads. You know, like, uh, uh, these football players, they wear shoulder pads and then they wear these pads that go down their backs. Oh, so he, he don't like those? He cut them. He wants these, I guess he wants them to learn, I guess they, they had been complaining about back issues, so he cut the back pads. Oh. So, I don't know if it's going to make them better tacklers, because, uh, you know, he couldn't tackle to save anybody's yeah, life. Prime, Prime, Prime would just, Prime would just bear hug you, that's yeah. it. <laughs> he bear hug uh, you and lay down. <laughs> but, uh, so he is, he is laying down the law, he's, he's gonna, he is definitely creating a new culture. He is. Coach Prime is doing his State. thing, man. Yes, sir. But weren't yes, they sir. like, but they were what? 11 and 2, 14 and 2? Something like that, yeah. They ranked 15th in the nation. Oh, oh and he hired, um, he hired uh, the ex Minnesota Vikings coaches as a uh, defensive coordinator, I believe. Really? Yeah. The, I one, the, I, the, the one that coached, uh, he, I think it was the coach last year or year before. His wife had died while he was coaching. Oh. 
I forgot his name. But yeah, he's down there now, and he's not paying them. Wow. <laughs> he's not paying them. He's working for free. Wow. He's wow. got the money. Yeah. Yeah. But I read that they're ranked 15th in the nation. I'm oh, like, yeah. Okay. They are. They they are. I, I can. Oh, man. I would just love to see them. They, they're going to pull off an upset. They're going to pull off a big upset. They are. It's coming. It's it'd coming. Be, it, yeah. It, it's going to. They're going to. They're going to be good. I mean. We'll, Prime is going to make it'll be all. Interesting to see. Prime is going to make all the 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 big time D one players want to play for him. They just yeah. remodeled. They just remodeled the um, the locker room and everything. They got a new look down there. They got a brand new state of art locker room, state of art uh, gym. Their facilities are dope, and that all come from Prime. Oh yeah, that all come from him. Yeah, because you know he's used to top notch stuff. He's used to it. Yeah. And he, he, when when Dion's name is attached to something, it's gonna be big time, man. Yeah, and you know he he knows what it takes to win. He does. I agree. You know, one of the greatest corners of all time. Yes, sir. And speaking I of agree. corners. And speaking of corners. It's time for the top five. Yes, sir, folks. The Ball Bearded Brothers, we have a top five every week. And this week, me and Frank have agreed on. We will talk about our top five best cornerbacks of all time in the National Football League. Now, Frankie, you went first last week. So I believe it is my turn to go first this time. Shoot for it. All right. My number five cornerback of all time. I'm going old school for number five, Frankie. Go ahead. Lester Hayes. Woo! Oakland Raiders. Woo! Mis- Mr. Stickum himself. Woo! <laughs> Didn't think of him. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Mr. Stickum. Listen, the dude used to be lined up against somebody. He had Stickum just dripping off his fingers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he made it illegal, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. Him they and. Outlawed, uh, they outlawed him it because and, of him. Uh, him and uh, Fred Belentikoff. The yep. wide receiver. They, they outlawed. They outlawed it because of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's my number five. I, I remember watching uh, when I was a kid watching uh, foot watching a football game, and one of the announcers, uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the play by play guys, whatever, was on the field interviewing, and he said, "Well, you know, I just shook hands with Fred Belitnikoff, and he was holding the mic, and he just turned his hand upside down, and the mic was just stuck to his hand." <laughs> Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. Number five. You'll like this one. You mean I number promise four? you. Or number four. You'll like this one. Darrell Revis. Revis oh, absolutely. Island. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That was a time when Darrell Revis didn't get thrown at it all. Absolutely. Oh, man. You know, he doesn't have the numbers... No, he doesn't have the numbers. I that, that these guys have, but... Yeah. He don't have the numbers because they wouldn't throw his way. They, they didn't throw his way. <laughs> That's why he don't they have the numbers. Have the, and when they... I mean, what year was it? I can't remember. But there was a year where he shut down big-time wide receivers week after week after oh, yeah. week after week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Moss... Uh, him and Moss when it, him and Ma, when Ma, them, them last few years when Moss was with the Patriots, those are some good battles. 
Well, yeah, I mean, he was shutting people. He was shutting. He, that's why they called it Beavis Island. Nobody, yes, sir. nobody got off. Nobody got off. That is true. Darrell Revis, my number four. Number three. I got to put a Wolverine in here. Mr. Charles Woodson. Yeah, it's a good one. Yes, sir. Charles Woodson, when he came to Michigan, man. Oh, man. This dude was just, man. I mean. He was something else, wasn't he? He was something, he was something else to see, He man. was something else. He was something else. I wasn't mean, he the first was, defensive player to win the Heisman? Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. That was another reason. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. My man Charles Woodson went over to went on to the Green Bay Packers, did his thing. Oakland Raiders did his thing, man. I mean, every team he went to, he did his thing, man. Every team he went to, and he's a Hall of Famer, and he deserves it rightfully. Oh yeah, yeah. So number three was Charles Woodson. My number three, number two, Rod Woodson. Yeah. A lot of people would debate me one. over that one. A lot of people, I, I, I kind of wrestled with. Charles and Rod between three and two, but I put Rod Woodson over Charles Woodson simply because Rod Woodson was a hitter. Yes. Charles Woodson wasn't much of a hitter. No. Rod Woodson was a hitter. Yes. He could shut you down and knock the shit out of you. Yes. He was <laughs> he he was a true decleter. He was a true decleter. A true and you know what? I believe did he switch to free safety? A strong safety, like right before his career ended, or did he start at free safety and then move to corner? I it was one of the two. It was but I think he two. played safety for a minute because that's where he got his hitting from. Yeah, but uh, for those who don't know what a decleter is, a decleter is a guy who knocks the man off decleats. Yes, off decleats. Yes, sir. You see a guy running down the field thinking it's all hunky-dory, and then all of a sudden somebody come out of nowhere and just bow. All you see is... The soles of his feet in the air like Charlie Brown when they hit a line drive at him. That's it. That's all you're seeing. You're going to see the bottom of his feet and the ball flying the other way. (laughs) (laughs) That's a decleter, folks. (laughs) You learn something new every day here on the uh, the Ball Bearded Brothers. Yes, we do. Artemis and decletes. Artemis and decleters. And number one, of course, prime time. Yeah. The greatest cornerback of all time. And if if you ask any NFL fan... Who's the greatest cornerback of all time? They're going to say Deion Sanders. If they don't, they're haters. If they don't, they're haters. Deion Sanders brought recognition to the position. At the same time, he changed the position. Because cornerback wasn't a glamorous position. Oh no! It wasn't the sexy choice to be. It wasn't the sexy thing to be on the field. Prime made it sexy. Prime made it like, I mean, everybody wanted to be a quarterback. Everybody. So, yeah. Dion changed the game, man. Number one quarterback. Shut down completely. His half of the field was shut down. Just, Dion had to fake hurt for them to throw his way. I know. <laughs> he had to fake a limp just to get some action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a, that, that's a cornerback, sir. That, that's a cornerback, folks. And that's my top five. And, you know, speaking of that limp, apparently it may not have been fake. You know, yeah, because Dion, he lost two of his toes. Yeah. Had, yeah, they had to amputate two of his toes. Yeah, yeah. apparently he's got some issues with uh, circulation in his feet. You would be amazed how bad these athletes' feet are, man. 
Oh, I could just imagine. They, they just show they up. show LeBron's feet. LeBron's feet look like he's he got been the ugliest feet you've ever. LeBron seen. feet look like he's been wrestling Gators his whole life. Yeah, he's got he's got, <laughs> he's got some ugly feet. Mama's like like my mama say like he's been tracking Gators. <laughs> Him and Shaq. Like somebody's been playing the piano with hammers on their toes. Yes, sir. Hammer time. Ding, All ding, of this ding, just ding, going ding. on. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my top five, Frank. Let's hear yours. All right. And mine is pretty close to yours. Okay. I had uh, one um, honorable mention only because I never really saw him play. Oh, can I say my, my honorable mention since you yep. said that? Namdi Asamoah. Remember him? The name sounds familiar. He was a shutdown corner player for Oakland. He started in Philadelphia, then went to Oakland. As oh, a, as, yes. He, he, he's an actor now. He moved to acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, Namdi Asamoah. He was a great cornerback. Yeah, that's my honorable mention. But keep my honorable there. mention is Night Train Lane. That's old See, school, ain't it? Yeah, that's real old school. I now, never got play? to was see him play. Indianapolis he Colts? He played in the 50s, yeah. And was he, he was Indianapolis? A, yeah. No, well, okay. Baltimore, Baltimore back then. Baltimore Colts, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was one of those, he was one of the original decleaders. Oh, so he was a hitter too, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, Night Train Lane was a brother? Yeah, Dick okay. Night Train okay. Lane. All right, cool. Keep it going. My number five is Charles Woodson. Okay, agreeable, yeah. For the same reasons you say. Yes, sir. First guy I ever saw do the Heisman pose. Oh, man. Number four. <laughs> Mel Blunt. Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my boy. That's my brother's dude there, man. Yeah, I forgot about Blunt. Good choice. Number three, Daryl Revis. Yes, sir. Of course. I thought Revis would be your two, honestly. No, because my number two is... on the strength that he's a Jet. Yeah, and my number two is Rod Woodson. Oh, Woodson is your number two. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, uh... Because I had to put him, I, I I couldn't really put him over Revis, um, and then my number one obviously is uh, Mr. Sanders. Of course, he's you everyone's know. number one. Don't they, don't, they, don't they be built ashamed. A, they built a dome for this guy. Of course, you of know. course, the Georgia dome was what Prime built. That they tore yes. it down and, and put up the Mercedes. They put up that new dome now, but yeah, that Georgia dome was the house that Prime built. Yes, 100%. it was. Yes, it was. Yes. You yes. know, and you know, he he did this playing baseball. Yeah. People forget that he was a two-sport athlete, and he he spent nine years playing baseball certainly with the did. Yankees and the Braves. Yep, yep, certainly did. And you know what? Him and Brian Jordan played. For, Brian Jordan did it too. Now, yeah, Remember Brian, Brian Jordan, Jordan did played too. for the Cardinals. Yeah, he yeah. played with Atlanta, and yeah. he played with uh, he played with Atlanta too in football. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yep. Man, if his hip. If he wouldn't have hurt his hip. I remember the game he got his hip hurt. He was playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. He took a he took a, a handoff, a sweep to the right. He hit that sideline, and one of the Bengals players hit him late. Pow! He was done. That was what a hit kind right of a there. career he would have had. Yeah, he would have had a hell of a career. Because he hell did some stuff career. on the baseball field. And that when was he ran just up, truly when, remarkable. When he ran remarkable. up that wall, when he ran up that wall after he caught that fly ball, them announcers just looked like they was—they just almost walked out the out, out the room. He <laughs> just shocked the shit out of him. Oh yeah, that, that was incredible to watch. That was incredible. Breaking bats over his leg. He was the first person I see do that. Yep. 
So yeah, man, Bo Jackson. Man, listen, if y'all too young, Google Bo Jackson. You'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, Bo knows. Bo was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he was. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, brother. Oh man, That's our, that was our top five for the week. That was brought to you by the Ball Bearded Brothers. Yes, tune in next podcast. week for our next top five. Tune in next week. We'll have a new top five for you. We have one every week. We have one every week, folks. Man, so and speaking of week, man, our time went by really quickly. But we did cover a lot of stuff. We did. We did. So in the, um, let's have an honorable mention subject. For the honorable mention, my subject will be Albert Watch. He's at 694, folks. Almost at 700. Yeah. So y'all be watching out for Albert. Watch out for Albert this week and next week because he he has a legit shot to do it. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine is take care of yourselves, folks. Life expectancy dropped for the second year in a row. Wait a minute. For the United States? Yep. We are now down to 76.1 years life expectancy. Man, it it's was, rough out here. It was almost 80. Two it's years rough ago, out here, man. Two years ago, it was 80. Well, you know, uh, Corona. Yeah, Corona, Corona did a number on us. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. You got Corona. We, we're starting to come yeah, out of Corona, yeah, but you COVID, also got this monkeypox stuff going on. And, and, of course, you know, women outlive men. Our yeah. life expectancy is 73. Yeah. Theirs is 79. Yeah. Women are far, far way smarter than us. So of course, it should be. Well, they're the ones that carry the babies. They got to stay right. around a little bit longer. They got to stay around. And then, of course, men are stupid. So yeah, we're we're idiots. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> we're idiots. <laughs> oh, Aaron Judge hit fifty-one last night, man. Did he hit fifty-one? Yes, man, sir. He, had he hit just hit fifty. Yep, he hit fifty-one last night. Oh, that's another he, honorable mention right there. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's and it's and we're just hitting September. Yeah, you know. So if he gets hot, you think he you think he might hit seventy? You think he could reach Barry? I think he can get. I think he can. Yeah, he he's got a legit shot. He's got a legit shot. But I think he'll finish. I think Judge will probably finish with like 63, 64. I see him somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I can see him breaking the Yankee record, and I can see him getting close. Yeah. Man, if he did steroids. I would be I would be devastated. Because he be don't because that that young man don't need no steroids. Not at all. He don't need none at all. Yeah. Well, so Frankie, on that happy note, I was just about to say because my wife just texted me, I got to go pick her up from work. So, well, perfect timing. This. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming in and checking us out on another episode of the Bald Bearded Brothers. And as is Peppy Green, along with my man Demetrius Big D Liddell. And remember, folks, have a good night, a pleasant tomorrow, and always keep the faith. Our life expectancy got to bump up, so keep some faith. Peace. Got that right, man. <laughs> Peace. See you next Wednesday. Slide.